Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinion. Pop Pinion. Episode. 11. 1-1. One, one. <laughs> <laughs> Case, how you doing? Uh, I'm okay. Same. Same as, same as always. Surviving. Not thriving right now. Okay. Why is that? Well, you know, just the time. The world. The world, yeah. The world's not in a great place. Yeah, so it's good. But this is a really fun. I'm so glad. You know what? I was thinking that today when I was driving home. I was so thankful because I was like, okay, so I got to get, I got a grocery shop and I'm going to work out and I'll have a shower and I'll make dinner and then we get to do the podcast. And I was like, oh, I have a lot to do tonight. And I was like, you know what? It's super fun. Like, I was going to say, all that stuff is like productive things and that leads you to, we get to sit in here for 45 minutes to an hour and talk about movies. Yeah, like it's so fun and I'm so glad we did it, especially this year. Like, I'm just so happy that we have something like positive to, to look forward to, to yeah and for lisa to listen to <laughs> hey lisa <laughs> <laughs> we'll get other people other no people. i know i'm totally teasing i'm I just saying because she's like our number one fan like she, oh for sure we're not we'll not she won't give up that that's her that's hers forever she's on our pedestal now because she even texted me today and she's like okay so i did dion girls last night I'm going to do, no, she did our, one of ours, and then she did Dion Girls this morning, and then she's like, oh, and then now I see you have another one. Like, she was just like, all right, I'm there, I'm there, and I'm like, and we'll have another one tomorrow, or Thursday, so. It's a number one supporter. Yeah, it's great. And she deserves a shout out for that. She always does, yes. Yeah. All how right. are you? I'm good. I never uh, ask how you are. You always ask how I am. That's so, all right. I'm more of the, I'm more so the host rude. here. Oh, well, hostess with the most well no not like a like yeah. i control this but you when i say like do you want to start it? and you're like no i don't i don't want to no i do with the dion girls Th- that's why so. we you gotta oops. i almost broke the thing yeah i almost broke it when i walked in here i like dropped it Ooh. and it was a huge bang and i'm like no one asked me if i was okay but the screen was fine so oh, okay. we're good Oof, you're yeah. in the shower so you get you get a pass there okay thanks that you didn't get out of the shower and, and say come what and make, was that yeah I, know, uh, I dropped one of meg's things i know she's coming uh, home tomorrow and i'm so scared I was going to text her and tell her because then I thought by the time she gets home, maybe she'll be over it. But it's one of her like light up signs. So I think I'm going to have to like buy. Uh, anyways. Yeah. I was a little like, oh, I hate when that stuff happens. Yeah, That's okay. It's our yeah. it's our sitcom. I'm good though. I'm, uh, sports are kind of slowing down, which isn't Shucks. as. <laughs> yeah, I know. October is usually the worst. I know. It usually but now is. It's, we're like actually at nothing. Not nothing, but. Football. Football in the World Series, which I was actually um the last few years I haven't been that excited about baseball, but I was like I planned my night around watching that baseball wow. game. Wow! And are it you was happy such a with bad game? Are you happy with Dodgers winning? Um, I'm cheering for the Rays, but that's oh. just because they're like the Dodgers are kind of like the Yankees, where they're like they spend a bunch of money and they're kind of like the biggest name guys. When everybody on Tampa Bay is just like they're all underdogs. Oh, okay. I like underdogs. I it, always cheer for the underdogs. And they beat Houston, so that's I know that's that's, that's a big thing. That's everybody, the, that's, that's the, all everybody wanted. Even right? even non baseball fans just wanted Houston to lose. I know, I know. Poor. I feel bad if it's if there's people on that team that weren't cheating though. I mean, some of the, they they never really because they like told on the rest of the team the players got complete immunity that's why everyone was mad oh i see yeah because they cheated and they only blamed the coach and the gm that's fair but we're we're divulging okay we got we're we're not sports we're not talking sports because it will be a very short conversation on my end sports movies we could do sports (gasps) love sports movies we should do that why don't we do that next week yeah let's do look at that we already got next (gasps) week planned yes what do you want to do like just talk about all sports movies or like rank sports movies rank or we could at least do like yeah like our top 10 or top five or we could pick a number five is a little light okay 10. 10. 10, 10 at least i could go top 15 okay we're doing top 10 though Top ten, okay. and you can have an um, honorable mention. And then I always put like four. <laughs> I know you do. You're a cheater. I really am. It's I just know. especially with the the was that last week that we did the uh, like the TikTok. One? Yeah, we did. Oh, and I, we we, we both had like five movies in yeah. every single one. What's your favorite movie? All right, here's my list. It's this, this, this or this. this. But it could be this. Yeah, I know. We're bad. Depends what. Yeah, it's okay. It's our podcast. It's our pod. We can we do, do whatever it. we want. Yeah, sports movies. At least we know that. I don't have. A, I'm gonna take your pen. Okay. Next week, sports movies. Sports movies. That's a fun one. I like it. I love sports movies. So I'm excited that you watch. I just found out as we sat down that you actually watched the movie I um, 
Birdman. There yeah. We go. No, Birdman, but the one I gave to you. What, yeah, what? like the movie, our movie challenge movie this week. Challenge. That's, that's Thank how you. we. Wow. Um, because as of yesterday, you hadn't, and you were kind of like, I can't find it, whatever. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe you're not going to watch it. And I was like, that's fine. We'll just talk about Toy Story 4 that we watched together. We did. What do you want to, what do you want to start with? Let's do Birdman. Okay. So Birdman is um, uh, Alejandro Inarutu. God, you're good at names. It's impressive. Thank you. Can you it's imagine also, if I was trying to yeah. say that? You know what it is? And I don't mean to go back to sports, but it's because of sports. Because like soccer and tennis, right. they all have, they all like have yeah. crazy names you have to learn. Like your favorite, Zitsi Pass. I love him. Stefanos. Um, no, no. He's not my favorite. Nadal's my favorite, but don't be you, silly. You like okay. his name. Okay. Yes, I like his name. Okay. Um, so yeah, Alejandro Inirutu, who did uh, The Revenant. Okay. He's done other things, but that was just, that was, those were his main two. Right, right. That I could have, when I rented the movie, because I, I rented the movie. Look That's, at you. Um, it offered it as like a two-pack, Birdman oh, okay. and The Revenant, because oh, okay. it's both the same guy. I only got Birdman, because I've seen The Revenant. That's not um, a type of movie I'd watch again, I don't think. Revenant, it was like good, but I, I don't think it would be like, ooh, let's. That's look. a good, I know we're coming, I know we're thinking of ideas, but that's definitely something I want to talk about at some point. Movies that are so good, but you could never watch again. Let's do that Cause the next mine, week. Cause mine's the Lone, following week. Yeah, because mine's Lone Survivor. I love that movie, but I could never watch it again. Okay, so now you just gave it away. Don't say anymore. Well, that's not like my number one, but okay. it's one of them. <laughs> okay. I'd have to do more research. Okay, sorry. Birdman. So it's uh, Michael Keaton yep. is a... Hollywood actor I thought my favorite I know it's pretty early to already say this before I go into the plot but I love that he is like famous for being Birdman in this movie but in reality he was Batman right I, I just loved that touch of it where so he's his name is Riggin Thompson okay it took me a second to remember he is a movie star that has now gone into theater and he is r- written directed he's starring in this movie or this movie this play that um on when we started they're doing rehearsals and um one of his actors who he just thinks is horrible has a like light fixture land on his head mm-hmm. and can't perform anymore so they have to find someone else they go and they find edward norton's character mike or michael whatever so good. yeah and so they have kind of they go through previews it's pretty much i like how it's kind of all set at least the very beginning is pretty much all set just in this theater but and you, you do get that it was like one shot right like, oh yeah that was, okay. one of my, that was one of my notes okay i was like because that to me is probably the most impressive part of that no for movie. sure and and it's that i love the one of the things i wrote i love the meta-ness uh, that's not really a word but right, just but- how meta it is that these actors are playing actors. actors right and like michael keaton and edward norton the first time they're talking about the play together they have this one shot where they're panning all around them and they're just firing the lines back and forth but they're also including their own lines so they kind of had to learn like double lines right like, and you just the thing this movie does the best is just here is i'm playing with my phone i'm gonna put it over here yeah um it puts the actors in a situation where it doesn't feel like there's much follow this script it's here's a scene right see where it goes because it's one shot because as soon as you mess something up you have to start over so they probably i imagine there had to been a lot of workshopping and trying things i can't imagine this was an easy movie to film by any sense no i would think they probably you know i mean i don't know for sure but i'm thinking they treated it like a play Mm -hmm. where they had it so down pat like you couldn't mess it up like you couldn't go off script once it was like set in Mm -hmm. stone but there's that one scene where i think it's michael Keaton punches edward norton or there's like a fight or something um is it the one when they're on, on? Oh, no. Yes, you are right. It's they're in like the kitchen area. Yeah. And Michael Keaton tells this story because Edward Norton's like, you're a hack. You're just a movie star. You're not an actor like me because he's a big like I'm a theater and that's above you. Right. And they have this conversation. He's like, did your dad like did your dad beat you? And he's like, well, no. And he gets really close and he's like, well, yeah, he would take a, He would take us to the shed and would say, either you take off my belt, obviously implying something not great, or I'm going to hit you with it. And he's so like, oh, I'm so, I'm like, I'm so sorry, man. And he's like, see, I'm a fucking actor too. <laughs> and he just, and then they just start, they start wrestling and stuff. And like crew members walk by and they're like, what are you looking at? Edward Norton's in his underwear because 
he bought a tanning bed because that's a part of his role. Yes. Which is... But I mean, if you think of that scene, like how crazy is that to try and get that in one shot? Like, and then continue. Like I, like it's one, I think the movie isn't done in two shots. I think, like, I think it was... It's definitely not, it's definitely not over. Well, obviously, if there's no editing, you have (laughs) to like change scenes, but that's, that's the only time. No, but they're all moving. Like there isn't any, if you go back and watch, like there isn't a cut, like it's all one one motion yeah that is true yeah like there's maybe two like i know there's something on a roof and then the screen goes black and then it's like a new whatever but if you like it is like you know 20 minutes or a half an hour of like one shot like that is impressive Mm -hmm. and emma emma stone well that's the thing that's michael keaton's great and he plays reagan who's uh kind of going through i don't want to say a psychotic rig but he's definitely on the brink of something yeah and he's getting spoken to the whole movie by his character, which is clearly just a voice in his head that is Birdman and telling him, we need to go back. We need to do these movies again. He's great. Edward Norton, again, is the, I'm this actor. I'm this artist. He tries to, um, I think it's his wife that is in the movie or in the play with them. And he tries to actually have sex with her mm-hmm. on the stage. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. like, well, that's a, that's just a part of my craft. Right. That's what, and he's just he does <laughs> a method such, actor. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does such a good job of being like this stereotypical person who thinks they're above everyone else because they're a theater actor. Right. They're in the theater. I'm in the theater. And then yeah, Emma Stone plays uh, Reagan's daughter Sam, who uh, just got out of rehab. She has a drug problem, or I, yeah, I guess has a drug problem. Um, she she doesn't really get much screen time, but when she's on, she has a scene with Edward Norton where she, they play Truth or Dare on a roof. That's one of the roof scenes. Okay. She has a fight with Michael Keaton because he catches or like finds a like doobie in her like whatever room she was in. Right. So she doesn't have much, but when she's in it, she clearly makes an impact. She has a scene where her and Michael Keaton are arguing about like him as a father and how he was never there for her. Right. So, yeah, um, I don't know what else I have. I did write the whole movie looks like one shot. Like, I couldn't even think of no, where no, cuts it's, were. No, it's not. So I'm thinking editing. Like, I, I would love to know if there wasn't even an editor. Because if it's like one shot, what are you editing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I even wrote camera moves with the characters. Because even someone's going upstairs, you're following them. I thought the kind of person that was in the background but just had the perfect amount of screen time was Zach Galifianakis. Okay. Who is... Um, He's a part of the play. He's, I mean, Michael Keaton's the director, but he's something, I think he's more involved with the money side of it. Mm-hmm. But he has some great scenes where he's, him and Michael Keaton are just butting heads because Michael Keaton wants to stop the play at any cost. As soon as Edward Norton, when they have a preview, like one of the before opening night, he like freaks out on stage because Michael Keaton switched out his actual gin for water because he's supposed to play drunk. So he starts, and for a second I was watching it, I'm like, oh wow, the scene's like really good. And then I'm, then, he throws like a glass and uh, part of the like set falls mm-hmm. like there's cupboards and they fall. I'm like, oh, this is not this is not real <laughs> or this is real in their world. Not a part of the show. Right. Right. Overall, I thought um, really high pace. Mm-hmm. Like it just kind of like it. Obviously, it's not that many cuts, but it just really keeps you moving. Yeah. Um, It's really weird. Oh, it's so weird. But like good yeah the ending is weird but good yeah i think we can should we uh, maybe no. not say no just just in case people want to see it i think yeah. people should it's it's fascinating like just bird bird just, just even if you like film movies like if that's mm-hmm. your you know if you like it just to appreciate how much work must have gone into it with like one or two shots and just the the work and stuff so you know yeah yeah overall really good just I, re- I did really like it good the, again yeah the story was just kind of it was out there but once you kind of you got sucked into it you yeah. were you de- i definitely felt you were in it you mm-hmm. were like okay i'm in this i'm in for the ride here mm-hmm. good yeah all right let's do it toy story 4 toy story 4 jack's I can, favorite i got you to watch it i can never that's that's my one's got to go. I can never get rid of any of those movies. Yeah, I know. I love them so much. And think about, so Toy Story, the first one came out in 
four. I'm not sure. I just know at when you were born in 1999, a year later, it was probably your favorite movie and you could watch it every day. Like no problem every day. Yep. Yeah. You say say that like it's a bad thing. No, I know. But you're just so funny. I don't know about the one's got to go anymore. I don't know if we can play that anymore. Did you hear what happened with Chris Pratt? Oh, yeah, that was that was mean, though. We don't we ours isn't meant to be mean, right? No, Does it come no. across as mean, though, because I don't I, want that. No, but that that really that turned into like a whole thing where I woke up this morning and looked at like the news. And I was like, oh, like, what did Chris Pratt do? Like what? Like, what yeah. got him canceled? They were just like, who's the worst Chris in Hollywood? And he they were voted. I guess they voted for him. Whoever. And it was because he hasn't really shared his political opinion. So everyone assumes because he's quiet that he's supporting the Republican side oh, okay. in this election. That's where I think it went. There was also a thing. Uh, he got reprimanded at NBC because there was a scene where he was supposed to be naked, but he's wearing like skin colored underwear. And then for one of the takes, he pulled down the underwear. Mm. So that wasn't great. But right. I'd probably get rid of Pine if I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah. Just how much. I don't know. I just wouldn't want people to think like we're doing it in a malicious way. No. I Like because that was mean like who's the worst. We're not no. saying that per- like when we play one's got to go. It's not because they're the worst. It's no. like who can you not be without? I don't know. I just I th- don't I think, want it to ever come across as like we're being mean. No. I think but I think the way we do it is we have rationale behind it. And we always the way we do it is we're picking things that we like. Yeah. Like I'm giving you Drew Barrymore and oh, Kristen Bell and, and just like people you like and you have to think about as great as they are. What if they just, are they better than the other people? I, when I think of it, I think we're doing it in a positive, like I think of it as a positive okay. thing. Okay. Anyways, sorry. We got sidetracked there. Toy Story 4. Yep. Uh, okay. 10 years. It's been 10 years since Toy Story 3. Wow. And I, Toy Story 3, I have to say, though, I know we're talking about four right now, but Toy Story 3 was like terrifying. Yeah. Like I would not like I don't know if you guys were if you guys were young, if I would have liked you watching that. It was scary. No, it was this one was so joyful yeah. and so fun and so much like I just felt joy when I watched it. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it should feel. Right. Like there were so many um, just it was just such a it was so happy like it just made me happy watching it and that's and the, the way it should the, be if it's yeah like for, for kids. an animated movie it's yeah toy story 3 it's like it was like a horror action movie it where really like was. the stakes scary the stake <laughs> the stakes were high like yeah. they at the end almost died like they almost they were in an incinerator yeah like that's a bit much for like, a kids for movie a kids movie got nominated for an oscar three did yeah oh okay Ooh. Anyways, four was, like I say, it was joyful. I was so happy. And we watched on a Friday night. So, you know, Fridays, you're just like, it's the end of the work week. And what a thing to look forward to. What a fun movie. It was like, I I just, I don't know. I just felt joyful. I loved it. Like, I loved all the characters. I love Bo Peep being so kick-ass. Yep. Um, I love, like, I really, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really well done and I think anybody would enjoy it. Like it doesn't Yeah, matter. it's not a, it's not really an age thing. I knew, I know I grew up with it, but it's also something where I don't, it's not really, cause they have like kind of not like Shrek level of adult-ish humor, but there is little th- like nuggets Little things in there. here and there, but it doesn't even matter because it was just, yeah, it was just really, it's so well done and. I really, really, really enjoyed it. So thank you for making me watch that one. Challenging me for that one. I was going to say, the the thing I'm surprised you didn't, not not that you didn't say first, but what you said during most of the movie was just how much you love hearing Randy Newman doing music. Oh, I love him. I just, you know. It's a Toy Story staple. It is. Like, you just hear it, and it brings back so many, like, childhood memories. got a friend in me. Like, it just reminds me of, like, you as a little kid watching it. Like, it just, it was so on our house. It was on our house on a loop. Mm-hmm. So, it was just, like, it brought me back to that kind of time, too. And then sitting there watching, like, Toy Story 4 with you. Like, it was just so fun. Like, it just, like, was full. Like a full circle. Yeah. It was really fun. I really, really liked it, though. I would highly recommend it. It was, um, there's, like, so many funny moments. And the characters are so great. So, usually... I am so good at hearing voices oh, and knowing yes. who... I forgot. I forgot about this. I wasn't going to bring it up. Oh, but. Damn, I shouldn't have. But 
so I'm usually really good. Like I can like, I just close my eyes and it's just like they come to me after a couple of sentences. And but, he, but what did we do at the beginning of the movie when we heard uh, Woody talk? What did you say? <laughs> I was like, Tom Hanks. And I heard Buzz and I went, ah, that's Tim Allen. Yeah. Just the, just yeah, the yeah, get, we get, were, get the big ones out of the way. We were just, you know, being funny, whatever. Like the same, it's the same people through all four movies for yeah. the main characters. So then these new people come, whatever. And then there's... Um, Who's what character is that? Oh my gosh, I can't even remember. Oh, Forky. Forky. I'm trash. I could not, and I knew I knew it. And so Jack looked it up and he's like, You definitely know this person. I couldn't, and it's like, it just didn't give me enough. Yeah. His no, his lines it, his were really short. short. And I was like, I just need a little bit more, but it was probably the most frustrating thing ever. So, anyways, it ended up being Tony Hale, who I love from Veep. And I can't believe I didn't get it. Who did I think it was, though? Remember, I was like, oh, it's definitely this person. But I can't remember who I thought, which I still feel like it could have been that person. Anyways, I was so mad at myself. I was like, you know, those things you pride in that you're good at. It's that that, and you predict movies and TV shows. You predict them before they happen. Then they happen. You go, I got that. I already knew that, guys. I figured that one out. And you always say that you could be a writer, which and not not saying that that's not uh, that's not realistic, but it's just you always say it. I always say it. Because I'm like, I as soon as I'm like, okay, guys, this is going to happen. Oh, wait, we forgot about, I forgot about the one other thing, which is anytime there's a car chase with like cops or anything, it's you got to shoot out the tires. Shoot the fucking tires. Sorry, now we have to put an E here. I already said, I already did it because okay. Michael Keaton, I'm a fucking actor. Oh, okay. Good. We're good. Um, we're good. Let's just wear away. Yep. No, I'm always like, I never understand why you want the car to stop. Why are you shooting at the door? <laughs> shoot the tires. Drives me crazy. Yeah, those are my things. Anyways, I really like Toy Story. I think for I think anybody would enjoy it. Highly recommend it. Uh, Keanu Reeves does a great job as Canada's greatest stuntman. I, I didn't know that voice either. It didn't. And then I sent a couple of days after we watched it, I sent you on Instagram a video of like Keanu Reeves doing the line with like side by side with his character. And you said back, yeah, I kind of see it now. Yeah. It's hard. It's he's he's such a. He's a fascinating career just in itself. And, right. and the fact that he doesn't really, I mean, he doesn't really care about being a celebrity, celebrity or anything. He no. just kind of does things that he wants. Like, yep. that's such a fun role. Oh, for sure. And then we thought he was from Canada and he's from, I know. He's from Lebanon. I really thought he was from Canada. I don't know why. Maybe maybe he went to school here or something. Maybe. Maybe he's got some connection to Canada. I don't know. Well, now he does. He's Canada's greatest stuntman. That's right. And we have to talk about my favorite part of the movie. Yes. Which is Duck and Bunny. Duck and Bunny. Uh, Keegan Michael Key, Jordan Peele, who I love. They did a TV show that's kind of similar to the Chappelle show. Okay. But it was both of them. They have so like countless. Like you've ever heard like they talk about schools like A.A. A. Ron or like Jay Quellen. Okay. They do this like bit where. Um, it's a substitute teacher that doesn't know how to pronounce names. Oh. So it'd be like, is A-A-Ron here? It's like, uh, Aaron. Aaron? <laughs> and he was like freaks out and he like breaks clipboards and stuff like that. It's it's pretty funny. They, yeah. they have a lot of stuff for it. I think it's so good for this generation that they can just, they're on YouTube. You can see clips on TikTok. It's just, it's uh, very digestible content where right. you don't need, that. they had like a half an hour show, but you don't need to watch the whole thing just to see clips and yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of jokes that you've heard and just not known it's from them. Right, right. So they play Duck and Bunny, who Duck are Bunny. top prizes at uh, the Carnival. Car- Car- yeah, Carnival. Yeah. I was supposed to say County Fair, but Carnival. Yeah. Um, they You first meet them when Buzz Lightyear gets taken by the Carney, who's Bill Hader, which yeah, didn't know that until only... we looked at it. He's just like, oh, uh, what? Yeah, he says like three things. Yeah. So. Um, and then they kind of start antagonizing him they're like you can't take the top spot like what are you gonna and the whole thing i think the one thing we didn't talk about was buzz the whole time is really funny because he's not in it much (laughs) but the whole time he's just talking about his inner voice and it's just the buttons Buttons on him that that tell him what to do he's like thanks inner voice yeah so then duck and bunny uh buzz like uh kind of takes them down with him like to escape they become part of the hijinks and at one point, they're in the antique store, which is where most, not most of it, but well, a lot of the majority the, of the storyline is. Yeah. And uh, they have to get the keys mm-hmm. to unlock a, a like cabinet or something yeah. to say Forky. Yes. And Duck and Bunny, they come up, they're like, all right, we got this plan. And 
they call every time they come up with a different plan it always has a name that's like chicken 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 winner or uh chicken, winner winner chicken, chicken dinner. dinner like they have these names for it and the first one is just the old ladies walking by and they just jump out and scare her and grab the key or like the uh, you assume they grab the keys they're like no that's a horrible idea like what are you talking about then they do they do a second they do a second one where the same thing they scare and then the third one they start going through this like they're not explaining it but it's just like a cutaway of this whole story she's like driving home yeah like she closes up the shop she has a wine in bed she's like getting ready and as she's sleeping they both just like creep over her (laughs) and they cut away because they're just like that's a horror that's a horrible plan and then actually in that scene um the keys just get dropped right in front of them yeah. and they go back to Woody and Bo Peep and uh, they're like, Oh like, thank you guys for getting that. And they're like, yeah, it was, it was really hard. Yeah, it was like tough. real, real it's difficult really job. She literally put it right in front of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was good. It was so, it was really good. And you know, like there was the girl in it, like the scary, supposed to be like the scary doll kind mm-hmm. of thing. But in the end, you like what I liked about it is they kind of gave you some backstory of why she was like that. She, yeah. I, she wasn't just a antagonist for no reason. It's yeah. because she had a voice box that didn't work and Woody did. And she wants to get picked. Uh, she wants to get taken by the uh, little girl who is the granddaughter of the shop yeah. owner. So I think like, I think that was good for, um, to kind of say like most of the like I think it's just good to put in kids heads of like their subconscious of like most of the time when people are acting that way there usually is a reason sometimes mm-hmm. people are just assholes and that's fine but yeah. for the most part there's a reason why people are acting that way and that's when you have to kind of dig and figure it out right mm-hmm. yeah so it's really good um lucky, lucky. and the ending which I didn't not like the very very ending which is really emotional but mm-hmm. Before that, when the girl, I think it was Gabby. Gabby was her, like... Yeah, that was her name, yeah. Um, So she gets the voice box. Woody takes... The only part that is actually scary is, like, the her henchmen, which yeah, are all, like, all, yeah, creepy dolls that, yeah, like, don't the, really the have limbs. Yeah. Is, yeah, the way they move is definitely creepy. Um, So she gets the voice box. Like, Woody just agrees so that he can get Forky back. Yeah. And she gets it. She pulls the cord. She gets the little girl to like pay attention to her she picks her up she's like i'm gabby gabby like let's be friends and she's like oh like grandma i found this toy she's like oh you can you could take it home if you want she just goes nah and just throws her away so the whole movie is about this girl getting the voice box and the kid just is like nah and i just i forgot about that maybe it just that part it just slipped my mind because yeah probably been about a year since i watched it but like I just, I could that was so, fu- I know it wasn't supposed to be funny, but it was just so funny that she just, nah, like she worked, okay. like this doll works so hard to get this voice yeah. box, to get this girl's attention. She's just, nah, I'm, I'm good. good. She's probably going to go home and play on her iPad. Right. Because that's what, that's, <laughs> that's what the younger generation is. Little youngins, for sure. Back in my day. Back in my day. We played with Winnie the Pooh and Buzz <laughs> and Woody. We played at the creek. <laughs> creek. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're good. All right. So this week, um, I wanted, I did come up with a like semi-creative name just to, sorry, I am fidgety today. I know you are fidgety. Um, I called it the top tens. So okay. it's not just down to one, one thing. Cause we do have two different lists to talk about. We do. But just the top tens. So anytime we do this, we just like when we, the top oh, tens. It's the top tens. Yeah. Okay. TTT. Well, who do you want to start with? Um, let's do... Let's do Tarantino. Okay. So Quentin Tarantino, very famous director. I didn't edit my list actually, but we. What do you mean you didn't edit it? Well, because we looked it up, and he's technically directed eleven movies. But yeah. You can correct. What was the Natural Born Killers? Was the one he's a writer? Yeah, and True the Romance. Because I, I put True Romance on my list because I liked the movie. But I know he wasn't a director. But I put it on my list because I'm like, it's a great movie. That's why Natural Born, Born Killers was mine. So we can just say that my bottom two were Jackie Brown and the Natural Born Killers, which I haven't seen either of those movies, but okay. they just kind of are there. Yeah. So for me, eight up is... Okay, eight up. Okay. It's number eight. What's your number eight? Mine is uh, Kill Bill. 
The original Kill Bill. Yes. Mine's Kill Bill Volume 2. Okay. See, I never saw that, so I didn't put it on my list. Oh, okay. So this is going to be a weird list because it's going to be, I have true romance in there and you know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. yeah, I put Kill Bill. Now, in fairness, I haven't seen it in a really, really long time. Yeah. I love Uma Thurman and I love that she's super kick-ass in it, but I haven't seen it in a long time. So when you're, okay, so this is my thing with Quentin Tarantino too, is I had a really hard time ranking his because to me they're all number ones like I love his movies so for me it was really really difficult like I really I went back and forth a lot it was tough mine was mine was the top four yeah I would say like mine's like the three four ish two I would agree with that because like there's three like five six and seven to me are not even five and six to me are interchangeable like you if we talked about it i could probably move one up which i think you'll have it a bit higher right than i do right but to me my top four was like i knew what they were but i spent uh, legitimately like 15 minutes i literally like, went which one was and watched all the trailers of them just to remind <laughs> me of like okay but why do i love this movie and like you know who's in it and yeah anyway mm-hmm. so that's my number eight uh and your number eight was volume two volume two so number seven uh the hateful eight. Oh, me too it was just it was one it was good it just wasn't like if you look at his body of work it wasn't my favorite one so no, but it was still good yeah i liked the whole like one like kind of everyone sitting in a room yeah and you know that you know what's gonna it's happen. gonna it's well, gonna it's, it's quentin Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah. yeah you know that's why you just say that and you're like just the tension of them sitting there. Well, was that's really what good. he's so good at. He just builds that tension. I don't know how he does it, but, but he, and it's he not, does it. And like it's not unnecessary. And it's just, and it, literally this movie, if you described it in like one sentence, it's so these There's eight people are sitting in a room. In a saloon. They all want to kill each other. Yeah. There you go. There. Done. That's how you finish the just, there you go. Done. That's the uh, movie. Number six. I, I put Reservoir Dogs. Okay. See, so I put True Romance. True oh. romance. Sorry, yep. I said that a little True romance. True romance. True romance. As you know, have you seen that movie though? I have not. Okay. See, I think you would really like it. I think it's a it's a really good one. And Brad Pitt's got a pretty good uh scene in that one. I think he's just like I mean he's in it. He's not it's he's not the star of it. No. But he's got a couple of good scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh five? Uh, I put the first kill bill. Okay, I did Reservoir Dogs. Okay, so, so that's, we're in the that's, same. That's why my so our <laughs> top our top fours are the same in some order. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, sure. Reservoir Dogs was the one where I thought it could be five, but I just liked the original Kill Bill yeah. a little bit more. Right. So okay, four. I put Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I also put Once Upon a Time in <gasps> oh Hollywood. Oh my God, this is so exciting. It's Can just, you imagine? It's, it's not going to... Our, 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 your, your, yeah, as soon I as know, we get to I three, know, I, I know. know. I actually think I could guess what yours is because mine is different. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, And I... Yeah, we'll talk about when we get there. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, we saw a couple of times. I really liked the movie, didn't we? Or I've seen it a couple of times anyway. I only watched it once. Oh, because I watched it with... Oh, maybe because I watched it with Dad. I know it sounded like I said that dad I was gonna keep talking and then I stopped yeah um I watched it with dad and didn't I and I watched it with you didn't I no No. we did not we did not watch it together no I watched it uh not here I didn't watch it here okay yeah uh, no I really liked the movie and it was hard again it's hard because I was like originally had it in three and then but then you start going through and you're like, but then where does this movie go if that one's three? And, you know, like it kept kind of moving. It kept moving for yeah, me. That's the just, other ones. Yeah. Four is four is where it makes the most sense because out of his movies, it's definitely maybe not the slowest, but it's definitely one of the slower ones. But the payoff is so worth it. And oh my God, so worth it. For, for it being slow, it's not boring. Like no. it's, it's full of great characters. Yeah. Like it's it's engaging. It's the you story. Know? The story jumps around enough where it's. You know, which is why I think we've had this discussion before, whether it was on here or not, that yeah. Brad Pitt is really the star of this yeah, movie, yeah, but Leonardo sure. DiCaprio is first Bill because of who he is. Yes. His character isn't the main character. I don't think it's so It's about either. Cliff yeah. Booth. It's not yeah. about Rick Dalton. For sure. I agree. All right. Three. I put in Glorious Bastards. Oh my God. We're actually <gasps> going to have the same list. I put, oh my God. I'm surprised you put I it know, at three. I know. You know what? And then I thought last week, because... I said, or recently on here, I was like, that's my favorite Tarantino movie is Inglorious Bastards. And then when I'm making the list, I was like, I just, 
I love it so much, but I couldn't. I couldn't. Those, those other two. I, I couldn't knock out those other two. Like I uh, just couldn't. We might actually have the same list. I mean, Inglorious mm-hmm. Bastards is definitely one. That I'm gonna say we're, our betcha our one and two is flipped. Is probably. the way I'm gonna I, guess. I, I, th- I would agree. Yes. I think it's. I don't want to say it's just a generational thing, but I think when I watched the number one movie, my yes. number one of his, yes. it just it made more of an impact. I know, than the other I know, one. and I I debated it too. Like I was gonna say, my top three, four, I really had a hard time with. Yeah, same. It was really difficult, but Inglorious Bastards with Christoph Waltz is by far he is phenomenal. Like I don't even know if I could find the right word for that man on the screen he creates this character that is so like fascinating to me like I I couldn't take my eyes off him the scene in the bar where they're they're in a bar down it's like down in a basement in a bar anyways it is so it's one of his like he builds and builds and builds and you know something's gonna happen yeah anyways it's I love Inglorious Bastards. That's like the, I could watch it again. No problem. I was going to say that's the one I think I should watch. I'm going to watch again soon because I th- I think watching it again it might be higher. Yeah. It might be 2 or 1 I if know. I watch it again. Oh my god, I don't know how I could knock out my top 2. Okay, so that's your number hard. 2 is uh Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So you and I are switched. So your number 2 is Django. Django let's yeah. do let's do Django first because that's my number one so again I I agree with you with the generational thing because I believe Pulp Fiction was came out in what 94 no yeah what was the because we've talked about this it's the same it was the same Oscars and it lost to Forrest Gump and Shawshank was the same year I'm pretty sure crazy year of uh yeah so anyway, I, I agree with you. I think it is a generational thing. I think, you know, I'm in my early 20s and I see Pulp Fiction. It stays with me because it was, and I have to say, it's one of the very first movies I've seen where they showed you the ending where you like, and then they went back and they, how to get there. How did we get to that point? Mm-hmm. And there's so many outrageous scenes and there's great characters. And yeah, it's, you know, the, the famous dance scene or, you know, Uma Thurman, ODing, ODing and, and I think we can I think we can spoil this movie I know from, I know I don't want to um yeah so I don't Pulp Fiction it's a tough one Pulp Fiction to me is another one I want to rewatch because when I watched it I was pretty young and I don't think I appreciated that appreciated it as much right the last time I've I think you remember dad was watching it and we jumped in like maybe five minutes before um they take the guy in the car and John Travolta's <laughs> turn talking to him and shoots him and <laughs> kills him, him. Yeah, and I think that made me realize you could kind of just jump into that movie at any point, and yep. it's still gonna, it's still gonna, yeah, f- not maybe not feel exactly the same, but it's still just, just that scene, and they're just they're covered in blood, and they're just like, oh man, like they just were going to question, they're not even, I think they were going to question him. Yeah, they were just bringing him to some guy, like his bo- their boss or something, yeah, and, and, and then it was, and him. then he just they go over a bump and he shoots his face off, and. Yep. And then they're like, oh, man. Like, yeah, they're not like, even, like, freaking out or anything. No, it's just, like, it's such an inconvenience. It's like the head and animal. It's just like, oh, come on. Come on. What are you doing? Anyways, yeah. So it's funny. I can't believe our lists are that close. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. That's really crazy. So Django and Change. I was going to say, wait, we didn't talk about no, it. No, we didn't. And for me, that one was, I mean, you've, like, Jamie Foxx is so good. Carrie, I love Carrie Washington. She was on my top. Like, she's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. But Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. And Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Like, they are just out of this world. And they're such horrible people. Horrible people. But you just, you're not, not that you're cheering you're for, them, for them. You're not cheering for them, but you're, you're like, oh, they're doing such a good job. Like, that's Like, what, you really hate them? So yeah. they must be doing something right. Like, why is Samuel L. Jackson, why is he, why is he working work? for him? Why yeah. is he supporting him? Why is that? Yeah. It's, and that, I mean, the whole end scene, right? In the, in the house and stuff. Christoph mm. Waltz is in that one too. In that one, yeah. he's so good, man. That guy's good. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's why we did this list to just appreciate where he has. I think technically credited eleven movies. I didn't see it because usually, maybe it's at the end of Quentin Tarantino movies oh, that he okay. says this was his this film, like this oh, number like film number. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was like credited as eleventh. Oh, okay, yeah, maybe I don't know because he's got some. He's got some other like directing in there. It's just yeah, not like movies. Co- he's got a couple like shows, but he's done like co-directing. Yeah, and, like he did a scene, like a segment of a movie that turned into a movie on its own. I wonder if he's got anything in the works. 
I didn't see anything because usually no, IMDb. usually it says like post, but no, also pre, think, sorry, pre-production. Yeah, but think about um, think about the jump between, uh, so Django Unchained 2012, okay. Hateful Eight's 2015, and then yeah. Once Upon a Time is last year. Yeah, so he takes his time, which I'm totally fine with. I would rather have great quality films to watch. Which is what he does. Which is what he does and and provides us our entertainment than have every year and it be like crap mm-hmm. or, or like not or like half as good as, you know, like I'm okay with every few years because then you're so excited because you know you're going in and it's going to be a, it's going to be a ride. It's going to be fun times, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you're going you're going in for an adventure, which is why I think everyone was, I guess, disappointed by Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because it wasn't this ridiculous, crazy story until the last 10, 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, that last 10 minutes is crazy. Just, yeah, see, in, I didn't feel that way. Like, I really, I don't know. I don't. I, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Either. Like, I feel like, again, if you do that same recipe, it starts getting predictable. Yeah. Well, that's what I think. That's what the biggest thing of why M Night Shyamalan isn't. Oh my as god, big. I was totally gonna bring him up too. Because that's well, because that's the one. He was. I see dead people. He was the. All right, everything is about twists. It's a bit of twists. So then he can't do anything else now because that's what everyone expects from him. Right? Do you know he almost directed one of the first Harry Potter movies? No, I did not know that, and um, I think that really would have not ruined it because it would have been the first Harry Potter was like early two thousand, so it wouldn't have been. That I think that would have changed his career significantly if they say, here is this movie, you can't really put a twist on it because yeah, it's Harry Potter. it's Harry Potter, yeah. I think that would have made a big difference for his career because it would have said, okay, this isn't just what he is. Like someone like J.J. Abrams now is just kind of always doing Star Trek or Star Wars. And he yeah, did Super right. or he's a, a part of Super 8. Like yeah. it just, he kind of does the same things now. Yeah, he did Alias. Remember that show I used to love with mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner? Fuck, I love that show. Oh my God, I loved it so much. I just want to be a spy. I've said that before. I just think it'd be so fun to be a spy. I'm so not cool enough and not calm enough, but man, I love it. Anyways. Yeah, it's just a good idea, but it's all right. Okay. We got our second one. Yes. Which is Jeremy Renner. Jeremy. We kind of, I remember before there was something where him and his ex-wife kind of had some problems and I was worried he was going to get canceled. I don't know if. Yeah, I don't. The Hawkeye show. I don't know if that's still a thing. Yeah, well, when I looked on his IMDb, it is, so... Like, does it say, like, production or anything? It said or something. Yeah, it had episodes I, and stuff. Because, huh? well, it's going to be a Disney Plus show, which we didn't talk... No, wait, we're not talking about WandaVision. No. And The Mandalorian. Oh, boy. It was so much. Yeah. Disney Plus, it's great. I know, I love to... I know, Dad wanted to cancel it. He's like, well, once we watch Mandalorian, we'll cancel it. He's like, no one watches it. I'm like, what are you talking about? I watch it all the time. Yeah. I love it. Plus the elephants. We need all of them. All of the streaming platforms. We need it all. Yes. All right. Yeah. Jeremy Renner. We Jeremy Renner. His top 10. So this is where we didn't talk about this before. Did you rank them based on how he did in the movie? Totally or? thought that too. What did you? Did I you? ranked it on how he did, not the movie as a whole. That's what I did too. Yeah. Like I, so now I'm going to say as a disclaimer, Avengers, it all blends to me. I don't know. I, I don't know what, like I had to look up a certain thing because I was like that part stands out to me. So that needs to be higher. But I, the, the, all the Avengers stuff are kind of at my, on my, you know, 10, nine, eight or whatever in that, because I'm just like, I don't know. To me, it's all interchangeable. Like, That's all. I mean, I okay, kind so of number, agree, but there's number 10, but there's one that I think is, he is better in it. Okay. My number 10 is the original Avengers. Oh, me too. Just he's not really in it much. He doesn't really have yeah. that big of a That's role. That's what I put too. The twenty twelve, right? Yeah, Avengers, he does yeah. get he does get taken over by Loki, so he's kind of the villain for a bit. But again, it, the movie isn't really about him. It's more just establishing all of these characters. Yeah, that's exactly what I put too. Because I was like, I don't know, we'll put that. Yeah. Okay, number nine. nine. I did Arrival with Amy Adams. Uh, okay, that's my eight. Okay, so I did, I really liked that movie though. It, I, it, it, well, I watched it in high school. I want to watch it again just because I don't think I got the full experience of it. Yeah, I didn't really understand what was happening. It's well, I think it was just like these aliens showed up, and Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner are trying to communicate with them, and she's really all about like let's not hurt them until until we know what they are trying to communicate with us. So. Mm-hmm. I just remember being like, well, that was a pretty cool movie. It was definitely a really good movie. My number nine was Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, mine's Captain number eight. 
No, my, oh, sorry, my, my eight was a rival, right, so nine right, okay. Fallout again. He's in it, but not as much as the other Mission Impossible movies he's in, which is a lot higher. Oh, I don't even have Fallout on there on my list, so that's right because I don't think he was he wasn't in it enough. Like, anyways, yeah. Uh, my number. So you're on eight. Eight is Captain America: Civil War. That is my number seven. So <gasps> we're kind of we're, we're all, just like one kind of step behind each other. Again, this is to me. It's not until six or five where it's like crucial, important performances yes. by him. Yes, I agree. Again, Captain America: Civil War. He isn't really, or he's not in it at first because they think he took a deal because that was a part of the Avengers that. It was him and Paul Rudd's like Ant Man that took deals to just be with their families right. after yeah. Avengers: Age of Ultron, which is on my list. Me too. Uh, number seven. Oh, that uh, minus you seven, are... my seven. Okay, was Civil right, War. right, right. So mine is Endgame, Avengers: Endgame. That's my number six. Oh my god, this We're is really... so funny. He does have a pretty. He I like that he has a bit more of a complex character because yep. he loses his family. That's the oh, movie. That movie god. starts of just. Yeah. Him and just kids, boys, and he just <gasps> is lost everything. I know. Pretty emotional. He does then kind of go on like a Kill Bill style murder a spree. Bit. Yeah, he's pretty pissed. But, <laughs> but then he gets reined back in. He gets to be part of the heroes again. Yeah. Yeah, no. that's So that's my number seven. So my number six is Age of Ultron. Uh, mine's higher. Oh, but okay. Okay. So mine I'm is number... That. That's my number six. So I was going to say, I guess you don't have much to say beyond that because I'll talk about it when I get to three. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, no. Okay, so now my number five. Yeah. Um, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol because that's where we first meet him mm-hmm. and and then we hear the story about his... um, How he was... Ethan, who's played by Tom... Oh my God, I was supposed Tom to Tom Hanks. Hanks. Tom Cruise, he was he was um, supposed to be watching his wife and then his wife ends up dead and well, we think. At that point, yeah. Because yes. he, he knows she's alive. Like he, Ethan, Ethan, Ethan Hunt knows. Yeah. But Jeremy Renner's character thinks he, he was the, was one, the one that, that blew it. And yeah, so he doesn't died. know how to tell him and that's where we first meet him and he kind of becomes part of the gang and, and we have the Dubai, like the, you know, the big building and I don't, that's, it's such a, it's a good one mm-hmm. for him, for his character. I think it's a, I, think I was, was going to say I have it higher. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So, so my five is the Hurt Locker. Okay. Wow. Um. Again, my four and a five are the two where no, I could have gone tough. back and forth. Hurt Locker, again, he's just kind of, like, it's one of his, like, real, like, major crucial roles where it just, it really sticks, at least with me. Yeah. I have a higher, that's why. I haven't said anything. Okay. So, what's your secret, secret. five or four? Uh, Four. Yeah. Because my five was Mission Impossible. Mm-mm. So, my number four is Wind River. Uh, that's not on my list. <gasps> have you seen it, though? No. Oh, my goodness. You have got to watch that movie. It is so good like you are gonna you are you're gonna have to bump something once you see him in this performance so it is about they live in a very remote town and there's a murder and so um elizabeth olsen comes in to try and solve this murder because it's a it's a girl like she's maybe a teenager and he lives there and it's a very um like native i know can you turn that on so dark um like native American, right? I'm allowed to say that. Yeah. They're native. It's like a native community. Yeah. And, um, the cast of characters and him and, and uh, it is, I, I have to say, you have to watch that movie. It's really, really good for it's, it's can be a little difficult. It's, but he is so good in it. So wind mm-hmm. river, maybe I'm going to make that your thing for next week. So wait, that's your four. That's my four. My four is the town. Okay. Did you not have the town? Mine's like way higher than that. Really? Okay, so the town, I guess we can get to it, but the town is he's Ben Affleck's brother in that. He's his brother? I thought he was just his friend. Oh, maybe, okay. they're, maybe they're just friends. But the town is, he is incredible in that movie. Yeah. Because I have that, yeah, definitely higher than that. So then, okay, so we're kind of tossing them around. So I guess... <laughs> I know, right? I'll go three, because my three is Age of Ultron. Okay. Which is my favorite version of him, because... In that movie, that's when James Spader is the AI that kind of takes over. The Avengers have to go into hiding. And the way they go into hiding is... Um, they go to his house. They go they? to Clint, Clint, which is Jeremy Renner. Where they we go get to, to meet his family for yeah. the first time. And you see him as a real... Because he 
similar to Scarlett Johansson's like Natasha was a like super spy and didn't really have an identity and and now you get to see him as a family man I just thought he was he was really good in in that part like with his family and then um not the flash because it's not that movie um uh Quicksilver who is um Elizabeth Olsen like Wanda her brother that ends up dying right right um because he they originally just kind of keep clashing with each other and then eventually they kind of get to know each other. Uh, and then obviously Pietro was his name. I couldn't remember. Um, sacrifices his life mm-hmm. for Clint and then he takes him back and he vows to Wanda, like your brother did that for me. I'm mm-hmm. going to do everything I can to protect you, which is what he does in civil war. He breaks her out of prison imprisonment, but like at the Avengers building. Right. And, right. He's uh, she's being watched by Vision and then Jeremy Renner, who we don't expect him to come back. Yeah, because he took the deal to be with his family, comes back. He joins Captain America's side. And yeah, uh, that's one I think I could definitely watch again. Age of Ultron or Civil War? I'm not sure. Civil War is like um, it's them yeah, versus each other. It and, versus each other. Yeah. And Spider-Man comes in. Yeah. Age of Ultron is like James, a, uh, James Spader yeah. and visions in it and yeah. thor still there right thor leaves at the end of that movie. so when i looked it up i was like where <laughs> what avenger movie do they go to to hawkeye's house that's how i looked it up and i was like okay age of all turns so that's my favorite one of him because he's you know you get to meet his family which is linda cardellini cardellini and his little kids and his on this farm and yeah so that was yeah so that was your number three yeah that was three. mine is the hurt locker so okay, my so. number three so we're just, we're close. Like we're... Not as close to Quentin Tarantino, but we just kind of tossed around movies. Yeah, we did. Okay. And then my number two is The Town. Okay. Fair. It's... it's Which I think is like, again, I tossed it back. It was close to being my number one. Um, my two was uh, Gross Ghost Protocol because of like the depth of that character and right, the yes. way that he thought I it was agree, his I fault. Agree, yes, I agree with that. I know I put it on five, but when I was like... But again, you're ta- you're tossing these around. These are all, once I got to, really once I got to Endgame, it's yeah. all complex characters that are really well done. It's true, right? It was hard for me. Like when I looked at even the top five for me, I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, but you definitely have to watch Wind River. I'm going to make that as your thing because that my I would just be curious to know... If you would bump anything, if once you watch it, I'd probably. I mean, the no, but easiest, I'm just easiest one to bump is the Avengers because he's not really that main of a character. Yeah. And so you're number one. Do we have the same number one? We do. We do. I was away from the mic. We do. We do. The Born Legacy. Born Legacy. Fuck, I love this movie. I think the biggest thing you have to give this movie credit for is. It's not Matt Damon. It's a Bourne movie, and it's still really well done. Oh, I mean, the scene, the very, is it the very beginning when he's on the mountain and he's like, that is, it is so good. And he, he is, he's just so good. And he wants to figure out what's wrong with him. And he's got, and then Rachel Weiss comes in, which I don't know her character name, but I, she's so good in that movie too. And, and then they kind of work together and it's, it's that action, but he's, he plays a, like he doesn't want to be like, like in a similar style of the Bourne movies where it's, you don't, not that you don't know who you are, but you see what you are and you don't want to be that. Yeah. But you're such a well-trained person that you it's, don't all, it's all, it's all you to not be that. Yeah. It's all you know how to do. Yeah. And I, and again, like for a Bourne movie, which we love, like Mission Impossible Bourne movies, like we're big fans of that, but I, it is, he does a really good job. You're stepping into a role that, I mean, people were, people like Matt Damon in that role and that's fair, but he held his own. He was really, really captivating. And, and I love, I love that movie. Like it's definitely one of my favorite action. Well, I put it last week, right? As one of my favorite action movies. Mm -hmm. So I think that was what I yeah, yeah and then yeah. Matt Damon came back and still did a great job oh I love that's my favorite born with Matt Damon is the one he just did with Julia well they're Julia Stiles and all of them what's the one that um Alicia so, Vincanter's in it's that one. Oh, okay it's yeah that's most, most my f- uh yeah because then it's a, a big meme came out of it that I can't remember who it is now. I can see his face, but I can't remember his name. Is one of the like FBI or whatever CIA that's looking for him, and he goes, "Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne!" And everyone just kind of turned that into you could just Isn't say that Billy Tommy Lee Jones. 
No, it's um. I'm gonna look Edward it up Norton. Because, oh yeah, He's, Edward Norton is in that. He um, is. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Okay. Um, you can. Uh, Keep talking. Yeah, yeah. No, I would definitely. Um, born. The Bourne movies are definitely the best. Uh, like he he just did a good job. It's funny that we had the same one though, right? His impact must have been good. So what's the one that you that I don't have then? Oh, uh, you have a Mission Impossible that I don't, and so I have Wind River, and I you have a Mission Impossible. Yeah. And besides Otherwise that, our, it's just kind of changing up where yeah. it is. Um, it's uh, Ato Isando. Can I see a picture? This guy. Um, oh. Oh yeah, he's he, in. Um, um, what else is he in? Do you want in? a movie or a TV? I think it's. Oh, oh, oh in, wait, I got it. I got it. He's in the Resident, isn't he? Uh, I'm guessing that's TV. TV, yeah. No. Oh, let me see his face again. Um. He's. Oh, okay. Maybe not. The middle one looks. He's like in him. Django. He was in X Men: Dark Phoenix, which you watched without any context of any of the other movies. Oh my god, I really liked it. Everybody hated it. I really liked it. I uh, watched, and I and I jumped in halfway through, so I had oh like no idea what was happening, but I was kind of intrigued. I like Sophie. I'm and, just uh, curious to ev- see her. Everyone just kind of wants them to reboot it now because with the whole, but I think we're we're good with Jeremy Renner. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the whole the Marvel stuff that's coming up, which is what I want to. At some point, maybe closer to Christmas, just to give you more time since you watch the Marvel movies, that my suggestion to you is we watch the Marvel movies, but in the phases that they came out. So or or so that's what so either the phases that they came out because just like theoret like Iron Man came out first and then it was this and like right right just what year they came out or when the storylines take place. Okay. I feel like because you watched it. You watched it like the way they came out. Okay. I feel like we should watch it the way... The storyline should go. Yeah, so like Captain America's first because it's in the 19... Yeah. Whatever. There's some I don't think I would want to watch again, though. But we'll see. We'll talk about it. I mean, I guess, yeah, we can... But so now Marvel is phase four now. I think we're in phase four, which is... Now we're tying in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier Mm. Disney Plus series, WandaVision, which... We've gotten a couple of trailers for, yes. and I think I don't know how you couldn't be interested in what that show is. Yeah, just in itself, and then what if? Did you say that? Oh yeah, what if is the animated one that's coming out? I think it's coming out next year. Yeah, but they that already have fascinating. They already have a second season like planned for it because it's just questions of just what if? What if? And um, so this WandaVision show is really going to dive into, and it's going to be a big part of Doctor Strange, which comes out I think in. 2023 or some somewhere in the yeah. next couple couple of years which is called the multiverse of madness which has been a big big thing with marvel about how with wandavision and with doctor strange doing the multiverse you can kind of you they're gonna bring in deadpool which mm-hmm. i mean i guess that means i have to watch it at some point <gasps> oh you heard it here yeah he's um, gonna watch it they're in talks with Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire coming back as their Spider-Man roles. Wow. Uh, Jamie Foxx, who played Electro in the second Amazing Spider-Man, which is the Andrew Garfield one, is coming back for this movie. Yeah. So clearly this WandaVision show is going to explore the multiverse and kind of how, I mean, obviously, what if can do that as well. But yeah. I think WandaVision is going to like directly affect these next movies right, because right. whatever she does in the show, whatever this psychotic breaks and yeah. kind of changing realities to be what she wants, mm-hmm. I think is really going to mess stuff up, especially for Doctor Strange. Right. Is there going to be another um, Captain Marvel? Uh, I think they've talked about it, but I never heard any confirmation. Mm-hmm. And I we're going to get that one. And we're going to get Black uh, Black Widow, which comes yeah, out next year. Yeah, I'm excited about that one, too. I'm so glad you got me on this. I was always so resistant. I was like, I don't like superhero movies. And then, you know, give me a pandemic and I'll watch anything. And then I got, I actually enjoyed it though. Like it wasn't like I was like, oh, okay. Forced to watch them. Actually, because they develop the characters really well. And we, you have 20, it has to be almost 30 movies now. Yeah. They give these characters enough time to develop that once they all come together, you go, oh, okay, I know who I know who all of them are. I just don't know who they are together. Right. Yes, that's very true. I know. I'm excited. 
I so I got to watch the Mandalorian. Yes. I'm really I'm really excited. I to told talk Jack about that. I was so I wanted to uh, surprise him so badly and I wanted to come on the podcast today and be like, I watched it and just surprise him. And I forgot my charger at work. So I didn't have my laptop and I did not want to watch it on my phone because I think it would hurt my eyes. And so and just the I think everyone would agree the experience that it, that it is. And we have a new TV as well. So yes, it's going to yes. it's going to add and especially for dad that grew up with Star Wars. He like I we told we waited a while to watch it but when we did just the joy and excitement of, of him of just like this is like star wars starting over again and yeah. it doesn't have to be about these jedis and they talk about jedis in the show but not they almost talk there's them as more like, more to it than that. yeah there's so yeah. much of this world that we've never experienced that yeah. you could just kind of create things out of nowhere and john favreau and all the directors he brings in are did such a great job yeah so I'm, I'm excited. excited for you to I'm watch gonna. That. I am gonna watch it. My only concern is that your sister is coming home tomorrow. Yeah, um, you can. You can give. <laughs> you can give her some time. So uh, you know she's. Yeah, she's hard to watch TV around because she talks a lot. Or she's. I would. I would honestly. I would rather you. The only thing is. I know it comes out next, next week. week. I know on the thirtieth. I know, but you guys might just have to wait a week. That's all, to watch the first one. Oh, um, oh, we don't like that. I was, yeah, I'm really. But dad's not. on nights anyway. So you wouldn't be able to watch it. Friday afternoon. Oh, you bugger. No. I'll re- we'll rewatch it with you. This is, we're going to, this is going to be your Game of Thrones. You, I know. At you, least there's only, what, seven episodes, eight episodes, something like that. Eight. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. I can do that. You can do that. And if you can watch it with us Friday afternoon, cool. If not, I'm at work. That's not fair. Actually, I think I'm taking that day off. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> it's the it's the pre the day before my birthday. <laughs> I need a day off. And it's Halloween in the schools and it's gotta be my least favorite. So I'm thinking I was gonna say my movie challenge was have you seen, have you heard about the Adam Sandler Halloween movie? Yeah, I have only because you told me about it, but I was gonna tell you to watch that. Have you seen it? No. Oh, that's mean. What if I hate it? Okay. That, that was kind of my, that was my, like, it was going to be like a soft offer of if you didn't want to watch it, because I know you don't like Halloween movies. I was going to say, you don't have to watch it. But apparently, well, because he said, because he didn't get nominated for Uncut Gems, he was going to make the worst movie ever. Yeah. And the like first scene of the movie is a bunch of kids are egging him and he mm-hmm. catches them in his cup and raw eggs, drinks them, says, oh yeah, it's the Rocky Balboa diet or whatever, a Rocky Balboa breakfast and immediately throws it up. Okay. So I think you could tell where that movie's going. There's okay. a lot of good people in it. But All right. I'll watch it if you want. Yeah, because when we upload the next one, it'll be almost Halloween time. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I'll watch it. What's it called again? Hubie Halloween. And it's on Netflix? Yep. Okay. Netflix. <laughs> and I'm love. watching Wind River. Wind River. All right. With sounds, Elizabeth Olsen. Sounds good. Okay. Anything else? I am done and hungry. All right, let's let's go eat. And besides that, we'll see you next time. Bye.